I'm Gretchen Selleck, Donuts and Pie Fitness, and this is Annie Gibbons, and I'm with Donuts and Pie Fitness. And before I start, I just want to say one little thing. This is very, um, I mowed the lawn yesterday, and all the stuff and bugs and everything, pollen came out of the lawn. So my eyes are really red and itchy, and I just wanted to say that because I looked at myself and I was like, oh, good Lord. Anyway, that's why my eyes look like that. I really do get good night's sleeps. Anyway, so Donuts and Pie Fitness, our mission, when Gretchen and I were looking into doing something like this, we really recognized that fitness is not is a lot about, um, about food and exercise, and aging is, is a lot about that, but there's so many more components than that. And the more people we talk to that are aging enthusiastically, the more we came to understand that there's so many different parts and people doing so many different things that we wanted to really go out and find those people to share with them what helps them age enthusiastically. And there's so many people out there that are, it really makes it very exciting. Um, so I have the honor of, we have the honor of having Dale Hope here today. And Dale, in full disclosure, is my brother-in-law. He lives in Hawaii. And Dale is an author of a, a book called Aloha Shirt. I happen to have one right here. <laughs> um, and Dale's, from what I know of Dale, is he has always collected Aloha shirts and been in the business with Kahala Shirt, and he's an artist. And so Dale is pretty much a historian um, and has told the story of Hawaii through the uh, art and the materials that people use um, and, uh, in the Aloha Shirt. And so I'm not going to talk about Dale anymore. I'm going to let Dale talk about Dale. So hello, Dale, and thank you for joining us. Morning. Aloha, girls. Nice to be with you today. Um, and, and such a coordinating our different time zones. Um, so we, as I just mentioned, we feel like passion is a big part of enthusiasm that people um, have when they go through their lives. Uh, so what we would like to start with is understanding your expertise and your passion that has come to us through the Aloha shirt. Well, I can remember wearing my first Aloha shirts when I was in third grade that were made by my dad. And I'd have to wait for them for it seemed like months before he'd bring them home for me and I'd wear them to school every day. And I just thought they were the coolest thing. And, you know, all the surfers back in the 60s, the ones that we looked up to, the ones that were our heroes, they all wore Aloha shirts. And probably the biggest hero for all of us was Duke Honomoku, and he wore Aloha shirts. And he called it the Hawaiian tuxedo you know, with long sleeves. So I think we've just been surrounded with them and we've kind of had all these iconic guys wearing them. And as I got a little bit older, I worked with my dad and I started making them. And you know, I had 20, 30, 40 years of making shirts, still making them today. So it's just kind of, I think it's, something that's in your blood and something that you enjoy doing and something that you always want to figure out how to skin the cat and how to make a new one and how to try and find a new subject to memorialize to put on a shirt that you know people will identify and wear happily. In some of those prints those are actual that's art those are artists that create those beautiful pictures it's not just random there's really a lot to those pictures that are on the actual aloha shirt yeah in, in my dad's day the japanese came with briefcases and boxes full of art my dad would sit there and smoke a cigarette and drink a cup of coffee and pick out all the art that he liked and that's how he would design his line 
when we were again teenagers there was a guy named dave rockland that had a company named surfline and he was going around the world and bringing things back and creating textile designs out of the inspiration that he got from being in tahiti or rafa or somewhere in the pacific and that's kind of the route that I wanted to take is to work with finer artists or, you know, create your own art, give the artists your themes. And as we evolved, we found that we could work with fine artists that were well-known household names that could create art as well. And so we were able to ride their coattail with their name and their expertise and their look. And it was very successful because people wanted to wear something that was done by an artist that they could relate to, that they associated with, or they followed, or they maybe they couldn't afford their $10,000, $20,000 painting, but they could afford their $100 shirt. Wow. And so you've collected how many? Oh, the shirts I have? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm building more storage right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's well over 1,000 or, I don't know, 2,000 shirts. Amazing. And I always love the, the, um, the story that, a lot of times you get them at thrift stores because people get rid of them and they don't realize the value in what they've really gotten rid of. And you identify that quickly because you, it's your business. Well, I've been a shirt maker. I've written a book. I've talked to all the people that made them. I know of all the labels. I know the brands. I can pretty much look at a shirt and tell you what decade it came from. Wow. And, you know, it's, some of them are sentimental and some of them are your favorites and, some you'll never find and some you wish you could, so. <laughs> right, right, that's very cool. Um, so you've grown up your whole life in Hawaii and I know you've been a surfer, a snorkeler, a paddler, and, I, and that you have had a regiment your whole life of stre stretching and strengthening. Um, can you tell us what keeps you motivated to do that and how that has served you in your life to be committed to a routine like that? Well, I'm not. I do do that. I'm not an extreme athlete, um, but I do that with uh, hope and kind of the uh, idea that if I'm in shape tomorrow, today, tomorrow, there may be some good surf or there may, may be an opportunity to get in the ocean, most likely, and do something pretty special. Or if a friend calls up and says, hey, let's go on a mountain bike ride, you know, I can, I can handle it. And it's, I think, always in staying in the mindset of being prepared to be able to handle whatever comes up the, in the you know, next day, next week, next month, keeps me motivated to try to, you know, stay in pretty good condition. Um, you know, it's kind of at a, we're at an advantage here in Hawaii that we have great weather and we have a warm ocean and pretty much we can get out in our ocean any day of the year. Even if it's stormy, we still get in the water. It's not that bad. You know, we're not going to freeze to death. So it's just, I think, um, the desire to be able to catch another wave tomorrow that and ride it, you know, reasonably well is what the motivator is for me. Right. Don't you love that, catch another wave tomorrow? I know. I, I read an article that, um, an interview about you, um, and you said that it's bittersweet to be at this age now where you're being asked to tell your story. And I want to know um, what kind of gifts and things have come your way as a result of following your passion 
and not necessarily things you were looking for, but something that just happened to come your way because of your passion? You know, I got a lifelong uh, gifts of wonderful people coming my way that have inspired me and, and um, helped me and through business and training and all kinds of things. But I did have a trainer that was exceptional um, that took a lot of us that were paddlers and um, beach people and was able to teach us a lot of principles that we still try to use today to just keep us in shape and um, inspired us to do things um, with purpose and kind of methodically as to you know, how to use your, your body and your weights and what you were doing. And I think that's probably been the most helpful um, thing that's kept me going and, and active. Um, you know, I was in a lot of back pain for whatever reason, it could have been physical or it could have been, you know, owning a company with a hundred employees or, or worrying about payroll for years. Um, I'm not sure what the cause of all those problems were, or maybe I earned them physically, um, paddling across between the islands in a canoe by myself and being at an angle for eight hours, you know, you know, 200 pound canoe um so you know it was i think really the the help and knowledge of a person that really understood the physical body that was able to put me back together and give me some tools to go forward with that's probably one of the most you know the greatest gifts that i've had because it it did not put me on the bench or put me on the sidelines that's amazing. Now, other than looking, always looking for that next wave, what piece of advice would you offer uh, people who are, are over 50 watching this video um, for how to live um, with enthusiasm as they age? Well, you know, it, you drive around early in the mornings and you see people lined up at Starbucks and going in for their cappuccino, frappuccino, or whatever, double, double something latte. But you know, for me, I'd rather get up an extra hour early and I'd love to go down and either get in a swim or a paddle, a paddle board or a surf. And for me, that puts the skip in my step a lot more than standing in that line with all the other people trying to get their dose of caffeine. I think that, you know, we're surrounded by all this beauty. And for me, if I go out and I'm paddling in the morning and I see the sunrise and I see a dolphin or I see a whale or I see a manta ray or a flying I had I was paddling this morning and a flying fish took off in front of me and skipped across the water you know and you for me that's just a great thing to have already in the bank when I go and I start my day and I have to go into a meeting and have a encounter with other individuals I've kind of got it in the bag already I know that you know, I'm going to have a good day because I've already had a super great experience. And I probably got these other guys beat um, <laughs> by with what I've been able to experience and feel and see. Um, and that works for me. You know, it's, it's something that I try to do. My family's used to me wanting to get up early. And, you know, in the mornings, the waves, the ocean is really glassy. There's no wind on it. When the island heats up, we get wind. And it's just beautiful to go when it's mirror smooth. 
And I'm always going, come on, come on, come on. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go now. You know, it's the wind's coming. You're going to come up. And I just love to be on that water when it's, when it's just like oil. Um, That's awesome. It's not roughed up by the wind. So those are my little tricks that I use, and I, I, I'm pretty faithful and devoted to it. That is just the description of sheer joy and gratitude right there. That was, that, that's like, I can't wait to come out. <laughs> and you know, I, when, I, when I had that company and I had 100 deer employees that showed up for work every day and worked really hard, there were days that I didn't start my morning that way. And the carrot I held for myself was that I'd get in the water after work. Mm. And some days work went really late and there was just that still that burning desire in me to get back in that ocean. And there were nights that I paddled with the street lights and the stars out in the dark just because that was what I needed to end my day after all the craziness that I'd gone through. And you know, some people go straight to the bar and throw down a few cocktails and you know there were a few days I did that too but um, it's still that ocean to me is what revives you and gives you a, a, a renewed strength and energy and, and happiness and kind of clears the slate and lets you go forward again. You know there's something about having that innate understanding of your own self of needing that and and at a very young age, you, you knew that, that that was your uh, religion and that that was what's going to get you through the day. And, and so many people go through life not having connected with that or, or, or not found their passion or the thing that gives them the ability to go through those more stressful times that it's just it's great to listen to it because it's it is a motivation for people to look outside of whatever they're doing right now and look for theirs. Not everybody can live in Hawaii, but you know, that walk in the morning that is really hard to get up and do if you're not, if you're getting up at five in the morning and you're, and you're working hard, but this is really motivating to hear how it has helped you in your life to get to where you are. Um, it's, it's great, great to hear about, you know, just get up an, a little bit early a day and even go out for a 10 minute walk will change your entire outlet. If, yeah, if you don't live in Hawaii and can't get on the water. Yeah, I think it really takes your edge off and it also gives you a, a you know, makes your heart smile. Yeah. Which yeah. is what we all need when That's we right. go out in the day in the world. That's right. And as we age and there's little fears of this, that, and the other thing not working anymore. Um, that's how you age enthusiastically. That's why we wanted to interview you. It's a great example of what we're looking perfect. for. Yeah. Right. And we're going to have a link to your book also uh, with some more information about you and your beautiful shirts so that'll be fun well, thanks you know that book was really fun i got to in interview a lot of pretty old people in their 80s and 90s um that had been the pioneers in the in the industry and i was able to get their stories about how they created things and who did the first aloha shirt and all these you know stories even down to who made the first coconut buttons that went on the shirts Wow. So it was hundreds of people that, you know, I was able to find and interview and um, be able to share their story because they're really the legends of the whole industry. You know, Mark shared with me, my husband, when he was out there, Dale, that he saw you do a presentation and talking about 
the different dyes and the materials that went into the shirts. And he was struck with the amount of Native Hawaiians that came out and had a story to tell you about their relative that worked for your father or sourced mm. something part of the material. And it was never, even though we'd written the book, he'd never really connected the fact that all these people were a part of the community. You got to interview them and then they, then a generation or two later, they're going to listen to you because it's about their parents or their grandparents. And that's just an amazing uh, honor, I would think, to have been involved with them and be able to share that then with the next generations. We had an event last week at the Howard Hughes office where they're doing a uh, Aloha shirt um, show right now with 20, about 30 of my shirts and pieces of art. And we had a talk with all of the contemporary shirt makers today and we had a panel and we had a lot of questions and everybody sharing their stories about what it is to be a shirt maker today and challenging business times in the state of Hawaii with probably the toughest state in the world to try and have a business. But after the talk, a lady and her husband did come up to me with pictures of her mother oh. and her mother and myself at our Christmas party probably 30 or 40, 30, 35 years ago. Wow. Just exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And about how much her mother enjoyed working for us and working for my dad and working for myself. So yeah, those stories are pretty touching. Yeah, and you know that that's that just hits me that that um you weren't looking for that. I mean, you had your passion of your shirts and you wrote your book and you interviewed those people, and that was great. And then those are like gifts getting to know those people to come up and share their story with you. You weren't looking for that, but man, it's coming to you. And that's just gonna be the dessert. That's gonna be the donuts and the pie. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. With the ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's very cool. Great. Well, thank you so much. This has been so incredible. I am, I am so inspired by you. I, I can't wait to get out to Hawaii. <laughs> well, you know, um, we're, we're, I'm working with a company right now. It's called Western Aloha. And we had an art meeting here a couple months ago. And they said, we got to work with new artists. And I went, okay. I said, you guys have five minutes. Let's go up the street. I want to show you some art. So we went to a really nice art gallery up here in, in Waimea in Kamuela. And I showed um, the owner of the company and his, his um, art director, you know, his uh, general manager and I said hey well here's the art that I really think would make great shirts and she, we all looked at it and we all said yeah and wow. so you know in another month or so we'll be releasing her art on shirts and she's wow. 84 she's 84 oh wow and she does yoga daily she's like the female Asian version here in Hawaii of the Dalai Lama She's oh, fantastic. Wow. What's her name? Yeah. Mayumi Oda. Mayumi and she's Oda. a fabulous artist. She's Is she in Oahu? Oh, no, she's in. No, she's here on the Big Island down by uh, south of Kona. Oh, wow. She has six acres of land. She grows all her own fruits and vegetables, has, has um, live drawing classes during the week and the evenings. And she has kind of like a commune where she has young people come in and work on her farm and she feeds them every day wow. and it's working. It's successful. She's worked in San Francisco and worked at the Zen center there. She's just phenomenal. So for me, I get to now work with these people that I've seen her art 30 years ago in Honolulu, but I never knew who she was. 
And now I've become her friend and we're working together and we'll pretty soon we'll be wearing her shirt. So that's incredible. I, that's I just mean, incredible. I've won the lottery without you have. Yeah. You absolutely have. Yeah. I can't wait to see those shirts. Yeah, they're awesome. She's great. Yeah. That's really great. fun. Good. Great. Um, all right. We're gonna wrap it up. So Dale, thank you so much for spending the time and and I just it was really great to listen to these stories and your perspective on aging enthusiastically. It's really important to share. Well, anybody that wants to come over and paddle in the morning, just let me know. <laughs> All right. That's See ya. Great. All right. This episode was brought to you by Gretchen Zellick and Annie Gibbons. If you'd like to find out more, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Donuts and Pie Fitness and on our YouTube channel, where you can find more interviews like the one you just heard. Both of those links are available in the description. Don't forget to check out our website at DonutsandPieFitness.com. You can find out more about Dale Hope at TheAlohaShirt.com, which is linked below. 